Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. season brand new dawn for formula one it's the bahrain grand prix and it's lights out and away we go Hello listeners and welcome back to another episode of Pitstop Fracker. I'm your host Richard and today we're here to review the very dull Miami Grand Prix. Here today to review today's Grand Prix is none other than Anik. Anik, good to see you out to the wilderness and uh, ducking the smoke and whatnot. How are we doing today, brother? What do you mean ducking the smoke? Five and five. Team have done five and five and I've been enjoying it. I've been celebrating. You know what? Make a little appearance. Let me, let me let you guys know who's still top around here. That's Red Bull. Mm, Clear. Interesting. Clear. Mm, interesting. Soon you're still on your BS. Interesting too. Mm. Okay, Kwame. <laughs> <laughs> Kwame, how, uh, fresh back from Becky's yard. How are we doing today, bro? Hey, bro. I've been in my bed all day, man. I'm a full pitch, man. But, no, I don't know about Becky's yard, but I'm good, man. Listen, I'm good, man. Um, yeah, man. I, I, I mean, I, even myself, I've been on, on the pod in a while, and so it's good to be back. Um, good to both my Appian boys, and they're doing well. Uh, good to Yuki do well as well, man. 
Hulking body. Everyone around me is eating, man. So happy. Can't go, can't go play. Hmm. Interesting. And last but not least, you've got Nam, fresh back from uh, his Labour votes and whatnot, winning his constituency, whatever you call it. How are we doing today, bro? Yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good, I'm good. I wasn't actually. You know, I didn't vote, you know. I actually was. Did you not? Nah. Nah. I actually went to, because um, I was at the wedding in George Russell's country. Yeah, um, lovely place. Lovely place. I get it. I get it. I get it. Mm. I'll vote Tory too if I live there. Well, fun enough you already do. But yeah, let's move on. I'd, I'd definitely. <laughs> 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 oh shit! Okay, let's uh, let's move on to quality. Anyway, so uh, quality was certainly interesting. Um, Q one was eventful. Uh, to say the least, especially with the track elevation. Q2 was a rather disappointing, at least for one driver. There was some folks who got knocked out. But Q3, um, the man of the hour, star of Saturday, not mostly the weekend. Charlotte Claire going for a quick little spinner Rooney, as he always does. Straight into the wall to ruin everyone else's um, laps and give us a mixed up top 10. So, Alec, I'm consuming this. What's your take, what's your take for the quality and... How do you feel about your boy yet again doing another mistake in quality? Well, not even in quality, just the season almost. It's fourth mistake. Fourth mistake already this season, only five races in. Uh, he made boy? the same mistake. He made the same mistake at the same corner the day before. He would have learned, I'll be honest with you. He would have learned his lesson and realized not to go too hard in there. He turned around and said, Look, the cell's not, not all that. He binned it. He done he done bad on the first run. The first one didn't work out for him. And look, bro. Things happen. Made it a bit more exciting. Max was down in P9. But it is, bro. Yeah. Is that it, yeah? Is that, is that you're taking from you? Just a little just a little mistake, man. Well, I mean, done the we... same the same mistake in the same fucking weekend. That is alarming. In the same corner. Is that an alarm, Anik, or is it just one of those things? It happens, man. Look, it's, it's one of the things that happens, man. I'll do much. It happens. Nah, I don't like this now, nah, man. I need you to join in and cook, cook this bread for me. I, I don't like this because all this... Listen, I, I've been on... the. If you This is if you know me, yeah? You know who it is, yeah? I've been on this, this guy's ass since 2020, since lockdown times. Since he bottled the podium in Turkey. We're talking almost three years now. And this guy's been doing the same shit year on year. Mistake after mistake after mistake. Okay, drivers can do mistakes, that's fine. But it's the amount of mistakes he's doing. That's a problem. It's so four mistakes already this season. Four mistakes already this season. That's, was it, more than what Mick done in the whole of last year? And Mick's not got a seat. Now, I'm not saying he should get a seat taken off him. But however, I don't want to hear all this... Uh, He's better than Max. He's second best on the grid. Oh, world champion. It's gonna cook everyone. Oh my god, look at him. One lap pace is cool. You know, he's he's one he's the fastest driver over one lap on the grid. I'll take that. But with all these constant mistakes, it, it, it doesn't really mean nothing. You can't build win a world championship this way, especially since the AI robot like Max. So, Annie, do you when I ask you this directly here? Do you think look Charles Leclerc, Charles Mark? 
here, Pierce of all the clear, yeah, will be a one cha- world champion one day. Honestly, don't give me no bullshit yeah, as well. He will. he will. He will. Of course he will. Of course he will. I, honestly, I have no doubts about it. As long as he's got the right team and the right car, of course he will. You saw today he didn't have a car underneath him. But he's, he's a, a trait of a world champion is to be fast on one lap, and he's got that. He's got the racing hours. He's the only driver that's non-Red Bull to have won the most races under the new Rex. Remember that. How many, yeah. how many, he's uh, got it how in many him. Years, how many years is left on um, Charles's contract? Two, Less than two years. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Do you think he'll get a new deal, Anik? Uh, no, I don't think he will. No, mm, interesting. No, mm, interesting. So, where's he, where's he going then? Mercedes. I mean, I'm from Mercedes. Okay. Mm. Or if not, Red Bull. He's the only one that can go to Toe Max right now. Is Let's he? Some other team. Yeah, of course he can. Of course Red he Bull can. Red Bull are looking at oh, all 100%. those crashes. Red Bull are looking at all those crashes yeah. and going. Mm-mm-mm. My, 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 yeah, but the red bull car, yeah, yeah, but the red bull car is in the slippery Ferrari. The Ferrari car slippery around those long corners. You saw it, bro. Oh, I can't lie, oh, yeah. The way, the way, the way Leclerc crashes and messes up his cars, the way this mic, your mic is sounding, it's just sounded, it, it's just terrible. <laughs> <laughs> But I'll be, I'll be honest with you. I've been in the background trying to sort my mic out whilst I've been talking. Can you hear me better now? That's that. That's, that's probably what the that's probably what the guys. Is it No, I was just I'm doing. I'm Plan F trying to fix it. <laughs> plan A minus twelve. Plan Plan B plus five. <laughs> is it? Is it? Look, man. I've got I've got a clip here. Someone mm. wise said something about Charles Ruff and. It was literally just him. He just spun the thing unprovoked. And the joke is, if if you watch the the onboard for Charles here, he didn't need to do the second spin, you know. He did the second spin for Bance in Collie. For Bantz, mm. this can't but be. But if you break it down, no, no, no. Pardon? He is generational. He is generational. Let's make. Let's hold on, hold on, hold on. Just he, to, he is generational. So, hold on, Anik. Before you start, Dick Rodden, just to tap onto what um, Nam said. So, uh, Jock, Joseph, Jock, Jock, not Jockstein, Jock Clear, some Ferrari. Jock Clear, yeah, Jock Clear, yeah. Said um, that Leclerc caught basically caught PTSD from his uh, his previous spin in um, was a practice. Under practice sessions, so therefore yeah. he wanted to crash. What was it from the back? Pause basically rather than from the front because he didn't want to. Was it he just had trauma, whatever it was, because he didn't like the way he crashed front ways? You know, like in the picture right here. That's how you know he's finished, you know. That's yeah. how you know he's a gen. That's how you know he's a generational talent when he's going off, he still knows what he has to do. Is it, yeah. <sighs> Jesus mm. Christ, real generational mm. talent still go off, fam. How can, how can you get how can a it's racing driver and have PTSD from crashing? He you know what he took that. too much no, curb. No, no, no. If if you look back at what Anthony Davidson said, he took too much curb and it put him offline 
and, and he went off. And you know what? He was trying to rectify it. What's going off? He was trying to rectify it. Okay, He's one, not just out here smashing a car left, right, and centre. Why is, it take, why is he taking too much curb at a street track that has barely got any runoff on that side? There's I don't no know. I'll, I'll be honest he with you. He did this at Emma as well. No, no, two reasons. Two reasons. He had a very similar accident in um, the French Grand Prix around a long sweeping corner. So maybe, you know, he's not good at those. And second mm. of all, he was under a bit of pressure. He didn't He didn't set a decent enough time in uh, Q1 because he... Um, sorry, uh, the first round in Q3. Um so he went in late to the hairpin, so or the fight final corner. So yeah, it was, it was under a bit of pressure. These things happen. Um, why, why was Hold on, why, why was Lewis down in thirteenth? Hey, we're we're, we're, we're not on Mercedes, bro. Kama, 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 kama. So what the highlight? So hold on, hold on, hold on. The kama, highlight kama, of the weekend. Kama, kama. The highlight of the weekend was 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 your background pictures, Leclerc spinning off, and not Mercedes yes. putting it P thirteen. Come on, P thirteen yes. is embarrassing. Yes, you know it what, is. Hold on. You know what I find crazy, yeah, is that the track, yeah, this, this so-called track evolution. Lewis was one of the last people to go out in Q2, and he was still slow. So why don't we talk about Mercedes? But it's fine. No, Charles is the flavor he... of the month every month. So we want to talk about Charles. We can talk about Charles. But, but in my but, view, there's 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 bigger things at play here. And we're, we're, not, we're not doing this on the pod because I'll just we're not doing this on the pod. We're not. That what was yeah, like mean? what are they? Okay, so what is it? Uh, so, so I'm asked I'm asked two things, yeah. Will will you guys turn around and say that the Mercedes is terrible, or will you turn around and say that Russell at the moment is better than Lewis? I'd say or would you say both are true? Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's we might be jumping up here. Okay, cool. So Let's look at both of their races. The clerk spun it twice and crashed that in, in qualifying. And Hamilton finished that um, qualified 13th. Then we come to the race and Hamilton was finished, what, sixth? And the clerk mm-hmm. finished behind him. Seventh, yeah. And I'm supposed to believe that this driver is the second best driver on the grid. A generational talent. That his two he results, is, yeah. yeah, was behind a car that, that was terrible in qualifying. And in qualifying, he spun it off. Mm-hmm. He's the only driver this year to put it on pole. That's a non-red ball. Like I said, yeah, he loves walls. He loves and this is the same, And, and is, this is the same red ball car that is able to go fastest on the track with hard tyres and still go quicker, so, come lap 40. So, he's, so he's the only one, he's the only one to have taken it to Red Bull this year. And so I Charles, promise you, if he so, did put his hot lap together on Q3, he would have been pulled. So Charles Leclerc... So he's a generational just, talent just because he's going up. Like, it's a generational just, car. Just, 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 for, just for the record, just for the record, Charles Leclerc loves poles and wars. Mm-hmm. And he never finishes his job. He's an mm. MCM. <laughs> Magic City he's, Mon- he's, Monegasque. Mm. He's, he's he's still got the most wins. That's a that's a non Red Bull driver under these new regs. So listen, listen, listen. King Charles got coronated this weekend. Yeah, the only king I acknowledge is King of Diamonds in Miami. That's the only king king I acknowledge. Google that if you don't know what that is. Mm. Maybe Charles will be near to drown the sorrows. 
because he was looking a bit surrounded. I can't lie, still. Don't worry, we'll get to him. We'll get to him. He's got Eurovision. Yes, he's on his flights off to Liverpool. No, I'll tell him. I'll tell him. By the way, by the way, today in the race, he's got a spin of security. And by the way, today in the race, he was suffering from, uh, you know, a difficult well, neck COVID. because he said that, you know, he, he he said he said his neck was hurting in the race because he keeps crashing. That's know, why. Before the race, like, no, but you gotta give him a little bit of leeway as well in the race. Like, wait for why? Because he's crashing. And and by the way, by the way, look at the amount of miles that this team has had to travel. They went all the way from Baku to Miami. Come on. Did they travel via boats or did they go with plane like everyone else? Sonny? I went by plane. Some bullshit excuses <laughs> that. Piastri had congolitis or whatever last week in Baku, yeah. And he fucking he finished, was it P11 or some shit? P11, so yeah, what's those excuses that? I think I'm no, you're not doing I'm, this. No, this is not a normal race. This wasn't a normal race weekend as well. Like, why? Because there's bad bitches in yeah, Miami, you got distracted. <laughs> It makes a point. Alonso was watching Charbet do overseas. He was getting distracted, but he's doing his job. But Charles got mm. was he scared of the colour blue? Keeps running off into it. Like Nam said, he likes walls, isn't he? Mm. Loves those walls. Mm. Loves hitting and those walls. And he loves poles. He loves, he, he loves okay. get, he loves getting on top of poles. Mm. Do the moss. He likes walls and he likes poles. Do the moss. Mm. But anyways, we'll leave it at that. Leave it at that. <laughs> If you've got no more other other sensible takes from Qualianic, we'll move on. We'll move on. Anyways, right, I'll summarize. Right, I'll summarize. It, no, oh it, it was his fault. In all seriousness, in all seriousness, it was his fault. So what? Well, hang, hang on. Wait, wait, wait. Hang on. Hang on. So you've just been arguing for the past fifteen minutes for no fucking reason, for no reason, just to go. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's his fault, you know. So you're going. Ah, oh, he flew from back uh, back to Miami via boat. Ah, oh, he's he's got neck trouble. Ah, oh, shit. As he love doing neck workouts. <laughs> what? Oh, you pissed me off, man. Oh, my God. Go on. Do, do your little summary. Go on. No, no I told you. It was his fault. It was his fault. He, he, he only has himself to blame. But we'll see. So it, okay, at least ask you something like here. So I've turned... I don't have to attain Chris. I think Chris has already turned anyway. I've turned a convert to jail. Am I going to convert you? Am I going to do a hat trick? I mean, look, listen. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a Red Bull fan. Yeah. Red Bull fans oh, first and foremost. Yeah, yeah. That's that's first and foremost. Then so, then it's Max. And then then it's Charles. Like I, I it's, it's a heavy heart that, you know, Charles is number three, but you know. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Revelation. Revelation. Are you confessing on yeah. the pod that Max is better than Charles? Oh yeah, I'll say that. With a heavy heart, I will say that, yeah. But if you put them in the same team, Charles beats him. Charles beats no. Max in the same team. Yep. No. No. Yep. I'll put I'll put your wedding on him. <laughs> I will. I'll put you I'll put you your whole wedding on. No, say no. Say no. Wait, 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 wait. He's saying that Charles Charles will dunk on Max. He's, yeah, but he said, team. he said, it's now, now break down the logic. He said, Max is finally best than Charles, but Charles will beat Max in that Red Bull. No, hold on, at the moment, come on, man. And the confidence thing for Charles, like right now, he's you know, he's not got the car underneath him, he's not, he's, he's not driving at Red, well. Bull, we know at Red Bull. At Red Bull, Charles won't make it to Imola, they would have replaced him. 
That clash nah, would have no been chance. a chance. No chance. No chance. I'll tell you one thing. If Charles is starting pole today and Max is in P9, Charles is winning the race. No, he would have no. crashed yeah. out. 100% he would have crashed out. No. I'm provoked. No, How can he crash out if he's in pole? No chance. I've, I've seen it before. So it's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's not like it's, it hasn't happened. Ta da. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, that's funny. Anyways, let's move on to. Minutes on Charles. Uh, Damn. Uh, we want to talk about Lewis. Rent free. Mm. We want to talk about Rent Lewis. Free. on the combination. Oh, Interesting, interesting thing. Let's move on to the intro. The LL Cool J intro. So, uh, FOM decided to do a little driver intro for the Miami Grand Prix this year. The last time they did something like this was, I think, Kota 2017, when Michael Buffer was introducing everyone. That was quite cool, to be fair. So, this time was, um, I don't know, it was kind of missing something, I don't know. LL Cool J was fine, but it just felt like it was kind of Mrs. Sutton. And there was a lot of uproar, shall I say, online over. It was like, it's cringe. Oh, this wasn't needed. Blah, blah, blah. It's a tear. So, Kwame, I'm going to come to you on this. What was your opinions on the intro, the LL Cool J intro, if you will? And did you think it was ne- uh, really necessary? Uh, long story short, I wasn't a fan of it. Like, I feel like the principle of it is, is fine. It's, it's calm, you know. You get Earl Cool J, you're gonna do like a big, you know, announcement of the drivers. We're in Miami, we know F1 will try and make a big show, we know it's gonna happen. But the way the F one is, the personality of the drivers, personality of the teams and the grids, it just mix mixing that with the whole, you know, Earl Cool J, the intro, it just felt flat and it just didn't like it just came across as very forced, very cringy. And I just wasn't a fan of it, long story short. Um, I don't know what I would have done to improve it because I, I feel like last time with, 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 with Buffer, Mike Buffer, it actually worked well. I felt like that one off felt okay. It felt okay, of course, different, it's interesting. But this time it just felt a bit forced. I felt like it, it, the energy wasn't, you know, natural. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what I've got to say on it. Cool. Nam, I know um, we had a lot to say on this on Twitter. Uh, what's your opinions of uh, the intro? Do you think it was unnecessary? Do you think Michael, Michael Buff should have came in? Maybe a bit of Paul Heyman? Or, yeah. Paul Heyman, man. That's the only one who could have done it. The ultimate hype man. The ultimate hype man. I mean, LA Kuja is cool, but he ain't, he ain't the hype man. Or you get someone like Will Smith, but I don't think Will Smith would have done something like that. But I, I don't think it's allowed. To do I don't think Will Smith, man. We see it for the YouTube video, man. It would be, yeah, be worse. But Paul Heyman, he's the one. He could have done it. It would have been sick as well. Him saying all the stuff that he would have normally said. It would have been amazing. I the, the intro was was okay. I think you know what? Miami this week was just flat. It was just everything about it was just flat. And I don't know if it's because they went so big for the first one. Yeah. But now everyone's come back round and now the the track has to speak for itself. Yeah, I agree. I think the novelty's worn off. I feel the novelty yeah. of Miami is kind of worn off. Like last year we went there, it was a big show, and it just worked kind of thing. Like, yes, 
people going about how the um the pedicle's fake, that is fake boats and the fake sea, whatever. But the atmosphere was just obviously ever coming to mind for the first time. So yeah. everyone's coming inside, you can tell the crowd side, they've got all your big celebs in. Now we're doing that for the second year now. They've really all the celebs who were there last year already seen it. So now that novelty's kind of worn off. The last year again, the racing wasn't that great either as well. So now they come here, it's like yeah, you have to do a round two no, again. And if you're not a fan of it, then it's not going to come off organic, in my opinion. This is what I spoke to Richard about before the punt. It, I, I know I told you guys at the start of the season, but it is, to me now, clear as day, it's harder to follow in, in 2023, definitely compared to 2022. And if you want to improve the racing, I just don't get why you're short in the DRS. Why, why? Like, that's literally the only new way you could overtake now and, and you shorten in that it just makes it so much more difficult and I think coming back to Miami being you know like getting, you know dead and flat maybe they should just do it as like an exclusive you know once every three years once every five years I don't know because yeah I agree with you guys it did look a bit, a bit dead I think the, uh, I think the issue though or that the, in terms of the in terms of the racing, yeah, I think they, they need to... The, the short on DRS didn't make any sense to me whatsoever because all they, you know what they could do is two DRS zones in that area. So you have, like, one at the start and another activation, then continue the DRS. So that way, if someone gets overtaken, at least they've got a chance to, to do... A, like another one while going into the corner. Um, but I, I think the issue with Miami was like the seats, the stands are half empty. Like the ticket prices must be nuts. I don't get it. Cause yes, I, it's like yeah. a grand minimum, something like that for like yeah, general so mission like, sort of thing. Yeah. I hear it when it's people said, people, I was reading on Twitter and saying, yeah, Miami's got money, but like where the race is, actually is like it's not like downtown miami it's it's like in the neighborhood so you can't be charging the prices that you're charging in the uh, for that in the second year and thinking that people are going to come like i don't know who is controlling the f1 pricing this year but it just doesn't make any sense for what they're trying to do in america like motorsport in America isn't that expensive. Isn't that kind of I know they're trying to get glitz and glamour, but that's why you need to work with your PR companies, your your branding agencies to get the people, the celebrities that you want to come in to come in. Because they're they're never gonna pay those prices anyway. They're gonna get invited anyway. So then you need to now think, okay, how do I get the fans in? And charging a thousand pounds plus for a ticket like almost two thousand dollars for a ticket for a stand at a race that wasn't exciting last year and wasn't exciting this year makes no sense so i don't know liberty media and fom man they need to i don't know what they're doing this year but they're just fumbling the bag at every single race one way or the other to me to me it goes hand in hand with the racing if you've seen races that's close, you're seeing overtakes in places that you wouldn't expect overtakes to happen, then you can increase it and it will be more exciting. People will be coming through the 
Or Austria last year when we saw the train. Silverstone and through versus Hamilton. I don't think we're going to see stuff like that this year. I really do. Because I just think it's so much harder to follow. And at the start of last year, when the new regs came in, it might be they were cooking. People were able to follow. We, did, we were seeing overtakes. And that's why, you know, after the, after 2021, you did see, you know, a bit of a spike there. But, bro, I know we're going to get into it. But if you see the Red Bulls the way they are right now, and if you see the fact that it's harder to overtake, don't know, man. Sport needs to start, start thinking about what's going to go next because it can't just but, uh, go like it, 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 it can't go on like this for the rest of the year. But that's the thing. We knew with the with the regs, we kind of knew that this was going to happen because in the first year of the regs is always going to be a toss up and a mishmash of oh, people who've got the regs right and people who haven't got the regs right, and therefore, um. It's going to have a mix-up grid. We're going to have some kind of racing, some overtakes. Cars are not right, X, Y, and Z. And then people get the act together for the next one. So I, I kind of knew this was going to happen. I think we need to go back to... I guess, who's the one who's... Helmut Tinker or whoever used to do the tracks? Yeah, um, Helmut Tinker, yeah, yeah. I don't know if he's been designing the, rec- the, the recent street ones. I need to nice has been. Yeah, so like stuff like Baku and Jeddah, he's still been involved. Not as involved as he was in stuff like Malaysia Hockenheim, but he's still there. Like, the yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't think before, he... Yeah. Now is more involved than him. So. Yeah, I don't think he designed Miami. It was a different um, organisation or whatever that designed wow. it. Yeah. yeah, we might have to go back to... Because they did have a number of different layouts for Miami, but for one reason or another, they ended up on this one. To be fair, but I don't know if that was necessarily the best one for racing per se because it's quite limited. Because obviously, you've got the stadium there, and then you've got like all the roads and shit around it, so it's like you're quite limited on what you can do. But yeah, Helmut, what's his name, Tilka, didn't have anything to do with this Miami one, but yeah, yeah, we might have to go back to him, man, <laughs> and figure out what. <laughs> And just get the tracks right, man. Because at the moment, man, it's if it is him, then I don't know what's going on. But if it isn't him who's been doing it recently, we might have to go back to him. And we might have an issue with that in terms of same old, same old. But at least we'd have some form of racing because these processions have been nuts, man. Mm. Like, Becky was a procession. This was a procession-ish. Um, where else have we been to? Uh, somewhere else was a procession recently, and I was just like, this is dead. It's, it's getting a bit nuts. But then this is why, as well, we still have the European tracks. This is the reason why we still have it. Because it's like, well, all these new ones aren't providing the racing that we need. So to honor the fans, we still got to go to Imola, <clears throat> go to flipping. Hungry, like it's nuts, man. I find this issue though when you focus on street circuits, though. Uh, I feel like street circuits are very hit and miss, just in how they're. I know we're getting off topic, but just how they're configured. Um, I thought they'll either be very high speed, like the thing with either Jeddah or, or Baku type circuits, or um, but I feel like it's more of the cars, just not the, the cars. In my opinion, I feel like it's a place where the cars have gone so big over time, 
where it's just the racing is just not the only space to overtake. We've got to the point of this season now, 30 years kicking back in as well now. The cars are getting much more closer in speed, and it's just kind of the racing side of F1 that we thought these regulars, I don't get me wrong, I still think the regulars are cooking, but I, I, they're, that novelty is kind of wearing off this season, uh, especially in the one car just dominant. dominant is, yes, they're still racing in the midfield, cool, but obviously we want to see the top of the, the top um, of the grid fighting, and it hasn't been the, the case this season. Me, Percy, I just think it's because the City girls weren't there, to be honest. I think if the City girls were there, the racing would have been a lot better. You know what I mean? It's a bit of, bit of motivation. You know what I mean? What's what's Michelle Rodriguez doing for them? What's Buddy what, Vince Biofield doing for them? You know what I'm saying? It's just, that's my opinion. But hey, listen, it's what it is. So let's move on to the race. And let's start off with Red Bull. So, Checo uh, qualified on pole, and Max ended up on a uh, P9, unable to uh, basically, uh, basically get a time off. I don't think he even got a time off. Yeah, we had a red flag, didn't he? So he didn't yeah, get the time he couldn't. Yeah, he couldn't even get the time off. So yeah, because we had Max uh, cut through the field, um, it did lead to a very interesting last few couple of laps when uh, Max eventually did pit onto mediums, and was then nicely behind um, Checo and then overtook him for the lead of the race and for the win. So, I'm going to come to you on this, um, Anik. Anik, what's your takeaway from uh, your team's performance this week? And do you think there's maybe more Checo could have did to maybe bag the win, or do you think Max is just inevitable? Can't hear you. Was your... <laughs> Fucking hell, Anik. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Change that set so he's still caught here. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> oh, God. Right. Uh, Nam, I'll come to you on this. Um, what, what did you make of uh, Red Bull this weekend? And who, uh, do you think Checo was, um, could have done more for the win this week? Or do you think it was it was inevitable, Max? Um, okay, so let's start on Red Bull. Nobody can compete. We cannot, we cannot compete. With we, we cannot compete. We cannot, cannot compete. Cannot compete. Send your car. So now works. Ah, interesting. He only cannot compete, but now he woke up. <laughs> with, the, with the Red Bulls, I think the season's done. Um, I think we're on course to see a record-breaking tally between the Red Bulls. I'm, I'm just looking at the screen now. I want to find out how many points Red Bull got when it comes up. I'll let you know. Um, oh, here we go. They're on 224 points and we're at race five. So if... Let me do quick maths. <laughs> figure more out. than so double. More than double the second. Seems like... Five yeah, races more than double the second team, two hundred twenty-two. So what the what I'm trying to say is we're on course for them to get 900 points, and that's insane. That's insane. Can you guys see better? No, it's terrible, mate. That's insane. It's it's absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was still cussing. 
No, but it's it's insane. I I think I think with um the the battle between Perez and uh, Max, I think today was significant for Max in terms of to get over that. Oh, Checo is better than as street races. Although this isn't really a street race, let's be honest. But that he needed this one in order to have that kind of oh well yeah I can race and I can win and win at a street race. What is a bit sly is the fact that Max got constant information from his pit wall in regards to the distance between him and Perez, and it was radio silent on the other side. Um, that's a bit sly, but then again, Perez. Well, why Perez like, off for that? Yeah, why Perez? You should be asking for that. You're leading the race. You should know what's happening behind you. You really should know, and then act I, I accordingly. Think, yeah, am I audible now? Am I audible now? Mate, you are. Your your audio is is this car right there. It is. I don't know. I'm, it's just hitting the barrier. The I don't know what's happening here. I'm done. Actually, no it's sound it. right now. So it sounds like. Is it right now? So yeah. what are you lying for now? Do you know what I'm lying? What's going on? I'm telling you, your no, audio it's, is it's the, up. the audio is the epitome of Ferrari. Yeah, when you don't want it to happen, you do okay. But when you're trying, you spin it. You sometimes spin good, it. sometimes. See, like, so now, look, 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 listen. Now it just sounds terrible. But, but when... <laughs> sometimes good, sometimes shit. Yeah, so it's, it's a Ferrari. Yeah, it's definitely Ferrari. Yeah. Sometimes pole, sometimes wall. <laughs> But no, um, yeah, I, 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 it's going to be a very interesting battle. I think they are going to be one two one two for the for for the um for the rest of the season. We might get a odd race win somewhere where we normally do it. Maybe Monza, maybe Interlagos, and we normally get those odd races. But they're on course to do something crazy right now. Um, I mean, the most the most one twos in the season is a Mercedes shock, and I was in twenty fifteen. They got twelve. Oh, they're about to so, be there. Yeah. So yeah. So they've been one two each race, haven't they? Except for yeah, yeah, yeah. Because who got who got a podium in um, Baku was Charles, isn't it? Charles, yeah. Yeah, because Alonso's got P three at every single one apart from Baku. Yeah, yeah. They want to want to. Is it no? Wait, no, no. I'm gonna have to check. That's, this. that's a lie. I'm lying because. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ooh. Yeah, because Lewis got P2 in... Someone just... got P2. No, no, Lewis got P2 in Australia. Australia? Yeah, he got P2 in Australia. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So apart from that, I think they've been P2 every single race. Yeah, apart from that race, there. Um, they got they got P1 and P2 in every other race, just Australia. Well, Max the one always. So, am, am I better? Am I more audible now? 
I think the only way that Max could have beaten Checo this weekend, um, especially after Baku, was if he had a different strategy, so a tire advantage, which is why whatever Checo went on, he had to go alternate. And I think the fact that he was down in P9 probably gave him an excuse. And let's be honest, he was doing fantastic. Right up until lap 41, he's still putting in fastest lap. And then, yeah, it was Kearns by the time he came out. So I think having a different tyre, um, sorry, having a tyre advantage massively helped him. If they're on the same strategies, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it would have been interesting if they wasn't the same strategies, but Max, the absolute madness on, the, on those hards. 45 laps, he lost two. And when he came out of the pits, he was like, like well, two seconds behind Checo or something like that. Yeah, it wasn't that much of a gap, but he had the after. Yeah. He did a madness on those hards, I can't lie to you. So it was, it was a great race for Max, but I was obviously crediting a win just to manage those ties for that long. But yeah, I don't know if Checo really could have done more because he did try to defend against them. But obviously, you know, Max just had better traction than he out of the corner and then he was gone. So I suppose yeah, it was just. I mean, those yeah, he, had a better, he, he definitely, Max definitely had the better strategy. Um, just, I don't know. I think it's just one. Where I don't think Perez as well is gonna sleep. He's gonna lose any sleep on, because he just knows there's a couple of races, a couple of street races. There's a Monaco coming up. There's Singapore. There's yeah. There's still Vegas. Still there's still a couple of street races where he can utilize that. Plus in Mexico. Plus he knows if he's still quick and he's still up there with him, mm, he's still he's got still a chance. chance. Nah, um, sorry, bro. I, I I can't agree with you there. Like Max was P nine, and even even come lap forty five, or whenever Max pitted, he was still quicker than Checo. Checo yeah, was making yeah. mistakes. Like I Checo like, should have like, done a little bit more to defend his position. Not not on track with him, but just have a little bit more of a gap there. Like, but Max shouldn't have come out one or two seconds behind him. No way. No, I, I agree, but I think that's more to do with the um the pace of red. The Red Bull. I we we've seen Perez run through the field and get to second. We've done it. We've seen him do that as well. So yeah, I, I don't think he's going to lose much sleep on it. He's right. You're right in terms of Perez. He shouldn't be making those mistakes. But then Max should have put it on pole, but he didn't. <laughs> so it swings and roundabouts. Really, it swings and roundabouts. They're on course as a team to get one thousand two hundred thirty-three points. No, 1,023 points, sorry. So, it's going to be a fun season. I wonder what Mercedes Twitter have to say about that. That could be the most dominant car ever. Spicy. Yeah. Like just to just stick around, it's, it's uh, ridiculous. It's you know ridiculous, what? Yeah. The car even passed the eye test this weekend as well. We got we, we had new livery no, as well. No, even passed the eye test. It did. It looked beautiful. Nah, Do you know, it looked beautiful nah, this weekend. No, it didn't. It didn't pass off. They just they put just a pink strip on it. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'd be. No, it's no, it's, it's the same, same car. car. Bro, we're reaching out and embracing the views of our fans as well by letting them decide design the livery of the the car as well. Let me tell you something. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Yeah. Red Bull did what um what normally some organizations do, where they go. Yeah, we're gonna let everyone get involved with the design, and then 
they literally, literally just pick behind closed doors and go, all right, cool. Let's just uh, let's just design something quickly and then say someone won. I guarantee you, you used to Google the person who won. They don't exist. No LinkedIn, no Twitter, no nothing. Now, no, I'm going to ask you a question. Go on. You drive a Tesla, right? Yeah, go on. How did you feel when um, Elon Musk was there chilling with Christian Horner? Your ringleader. One, by the way, I'm I'm moving to Polestar, and two. Mm. Oh, <laughs> Volvo, yeah, Volvo, yeah, hype, yeah. yeah. Sometimes you, reliable, yeah. you know. Not every day, not every day, fuel um fuel the maga maga lifestyle. Sometimes just go dependable Swedish. Yeah, so like Swedish, I, I didn't huh? know he was there. By the way, mm. I don't know why he's there. I don't know. He, he's he'll probably try and enter a Formula One team, and they go, "Yeah, no, it doesn't work like that." I mean, this, it, well, this, topic, this guy's why when, you don't believe in motorsport, so why are you there, brother? Why, why when formally he's right there though? But that's that, that's the thing that he'll do something stupid. So yeah, I want to, I want to, I want to build an F one team, and you know, show that electric power is. Uh, it's uh, dominance when really there's a series dedicated right there for you, Formula E, for you to go and race. I don't know why he was there. He, I saw they even put a video out. They put Twitter, Tesla put a video out about racing. Yeah, uh, for, like, come on, guys, what are you doing? Nah, so now nah, you can't lean on a car quicker than a Formula One car, yeah? Is that what you're trying to say? I, I, I know I do, but the, come on, guys, man, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you you got a you have you got a Tesla uh, Model S plug, yeah? No, I've 100%. just got a standard. I know that's what Nam has. I just got mm. a standard one three. Mm. I didn't. I didn't go for. A, I've got kids, man. Fam, relax. Well, you put them in the back of the plaid. We talking about, bro? It's got seats in it. Mm. Fam, you okay. trying to you trying you trying to fit three kids in the back of a Tesla, man? That's more Tesla. It's carnage. Swear it's not about me. This is about F1, man. This is an F1 podcast. It? <laughs> it's the laser. Come on, bro. <laughs> okay, then. So, uh, Nam's ringleader is currently with Red Bull. Interesting to everyone's. So, uh, let's let's say, uh, when you say you like Swedish as well, yeah? You're saying Ghanaians like Swedish. Stop right? that, bro. Stop that. I, my wife is upstairs, man. Stop that. Yeah, did I was listening to Kwame, bro. Like that, like... <laughs> it's Kwame slander, bro. What do you mean? Oh. Yeah, dude. They, they make you in his eggs as well. So yeah, I, I know what you mean. So you kind of spit stew. So uh let's move on to uh Aston Martin. So Aston Martin. So Alonso managed to qualify P2 on the grid and he managed to get a P3. While Stroll was ordering what was it, P19, I think it was. No, P18, sorry. Yeah. Absolute harlot. And he managed to finish P12. So Kwame, I'm come to you on this. What did you make of uh, Aston Martin's, how to put it, in- inconsistent performance, if you will? You yeah, got one in the grid, Alonso challenging for a podium and securing it. Then you got Stroll doing stinkonomics at the back, scoring no points. Yeah, no, I thought that's good. I thought that's a, it's a really a uh, drive, drive of two halves. Um, again, like Alonso was actually up there with. Um, I thought I, I, I actually would have thought um before the race kicked uh, kicked off I didn't think the match would catch up with um Paris. I thought it would have been Alonso taking it with um Percy, but I thought that's how good he was. Um 
He's kind of the best of the rest, essentially, outside of Red Bulls. So I thought, you know, with the Ferraris having stinkers this weekend, Mercedes being off the pace, I thought, you know, it would have been Alonso and Mpelzas, but he just kind of drove his own race today and he's said, uh, trouble when you've got the P3 in the end. Um, whilst with Shaw, it seemed like he had a lot of um, issues. Um, it just wasn't, it, just, it was just a weekend to forget for sure. Um, again, straight from the qualifying wasn't good. Um, then from the, the conditions, it, yeah, it just wasn't his weekend. I mean, he had a good recovery drive to be fair with you. Um, there's not much you can do in a situation like that. You just got to take your recovery drive on the chin. Uh, and he did get through up to the field, but yeah, he I feel like he's a victim of qualifying, to be fair. Um, and the only way from here, from where he qualified up, and got, he got the control. And it's, you know, it's not great. He was stuck in the uh, midfield for a bit, wasn't he? So, he was. Yeah, he was just, yeah, it was one of the days we were just stuck in midfield. Like when you're stuck in midfield training, there's not much you can really do. Um, if you don't get past the car straight away, then you're just stuck there. Yeah? And that kind of happened to me. Just kind of just. I, I remember he jumped on the radio and he was like, "Can you tell me what's going on or what am I doing? How I should be, you know, driving?" But if he's stuck in the moment there, like yeah, he he's always welcome to. You know, try and dictate his own strategy and say, "Look, uh, should we go for this or should we go for this?" Or you know, what's happening here? Because um, I think he was caught up in that Hulkenberg, no, not Hulkenberg, Magnussen, Leclerc, Gasly battle further down. He was properly caught up in that as well. So. Yeah, caught up quite early in the race. Yeah. I mean, funny enough, yeah, the same strategy as Max, and it's not like that Aston Martin slow. So you know, he only made up six places. So. Yeah, I wouldn't say it was uh, one of Shaw's strongest performances, but yeah, look at the contrast. You know, fourth, fourth podium and five for Aston Martin. Listen, but we're cooking something. You know what I mean? Cooking up a little meal. But hey, oh, let's uh, let's move on to Ferrari. So Ferrari, they had a very contrasting uh, performance. So they qualified. Where was it? It was third for Carlos Sainz and seventh for Charles Leclerc. And then they finished fifth with Carl Sainz and seventh for Charlotte. So the perfect man to come to is, of course, Anik. Anik, what did you make of your uh, former team's uh, fortunes this weekend? And do you feel like uh, Shaw maybe could have did a bit better against um, your arch nemesis, Lewis Hamilton? What, uh, at the end of the race there? Yes, that's correct. He could have, but, I mean, he had... He, he was on those tyres for a long time. Lewis had a tyre advantage. It didn't surprise me at all. At the end of the day, Charles started seventh, finished seventh. Net gain, net loss of zero. Science started third, ended up fifth. That's a loss of two. So Nam was tweeting around. I don't know what he was tweeting, something about, you know, Science is carrying the Ferrari flag or something like that. I mean, I, I, know never, did. Yeah, I okay. never did that. Yeah, something along those lines. But no, never, never mentioned. Regardless, Richard, all seriousness now. Um, you know the 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 tire wear caught caught them out again. It's 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 their one uh sort of Achilles heel for the whole year, and again it's caught them out. They're just unable to to manage it. I think um at the start Charles was getting overtaken by Haas. And you know that that when with your customer team is embarrassing. Let's let's make no mistake about that. That that's embarrassing. And you know what? He couldn't even get past him in the first stint. So then when they pitted Charles, when when they pitted Charles, 
he knew that he couldn't get past them um, on the, after the second round of pit stops. So he had to manage his pace at the start of that second stint. Fair enough, it came back to him and he was able to overtake Magnussen. He was over, able to overtake Gasly. Um, did he overtake anyone else as well? I can't remember if he overtook anyone else. But yeah, he, he was able to make his way back through the field and ended up in seventh. Um, and for science, I mean, look, he had a strong start to the race. But I mean, you know, you can't be flying into the pits like that and not being able to slow down. You get hit with a five second penalty. And then second stint, you know, Alonso caught him out because he had six laps fresher tyres after the fact uh, in the knowledge that science, you know, had that penalty. And um, again, the tyres caught out Ferrari. So, yeah, not not a good weekend for Ferrari overall, bro. Why is too much stake, yeah? So it was. Yeah. yeah, too much deg, and then science made the mistake. Leclerc was unable to get past. It's yeah, just not just not good for Ferrari. I mean, me personally, I don't know about you now. Me personally, I don't think the best driver in the grid should be Dyson K Mark, to be honest. But hey, beats me, you know, you know what I mean? Boy. But um, yeah, I'm coming to you in this time. Uh, what did you think of um, the Scuderia's woes this weekend? Do you think there may be a solid weekend despite circumstances, or do you think he left a bit more on the table? Um, I don't know what's going on at FIA, to be honest. Don't know what's going on over there. Because at the beginning of the season, I swear they were saying they were going to comfortably be second. Comfortably be second. And now they're looking at Who's they're looking at the the Alpines for their arrived for their for their place like that's and Alpines have been shocking but they're they're looking more consistent. Ferrari are looking like Tottenham this season. That's what they're looking like. They 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 they're still around there, but they look shocking, and I don't get it. I don't get what's going on with them. I think a lot of it is driver. Because that car can finish higher up than it is. Like, <clears throat> I can't lie, man. Leclerc shouldn't be finishing where he is. He shouldn't at all. Like, that, that's, that's embarrassing. And there wasn't, he wasn't in any accidents. He didn't, apart from spinning off and qualifying, there was no nothing he did in the race that warranted to, <clears throat> warranted him to be the position that he was, he was normally driving fine. There was a point where he was 12th, 13th and just living there. Uh, it was, he, I don't know, man. With the Ferraris, they got to think of some, some solutions fast, man. they got to think of some solutions because it, it's just looking, it's looking like a season to forget. It's definitely looking worse than last season. And last season fell off a cliff, so this is looking bad. They could they could easily finish the season. What fifth fastest car? Fifth, fifth, yeah. Damn. Because so you have what? Red Bull, Red Bull, Red Bull, um, Mercedes, Aston Martin, oh. maybe Alpine if they get the act together. Fifth. Mm. 
Well, if you look at if you look at the constructors right now, well, Alpine are what? The only level on points for McLaren are fourteen points right now. Before I got seven, right. we haven't had another better. Yeah, but again, you can't burst McLaren because we haven't had. This is like our first long weekend of the year where both drivers are in the points. Eighth, ninth is that's kind of where I see us. Um, so now I would say, but yeah, Alpine, I'd say like the fifth, fourth, fifth, fifth best. I say best car in the like, best of the rest, essentially. It's not a bad thing to do. Yeah, they need to fix up because we can't have Ferrari next season being in the middle of the the pit lane. That's scary for everyone. Mm. Mm -hmm. Just on that, yeah. One one suggestion I have, if the FIA are out there listening, how comes the team that wins it always goes at the front? Why can't they go at the back of the pit lane to make it a little bit more interesting? Are Are you suggesting what pit lane tactics now, yeah? Doesn't I swear before, yeah, that used to like, I, yeah, before that used to be different. It used to be like the one who won was at the f- far end of the pit lane. Why do they make it like that? It used to be like that. I swear they used to be like that. I, I remember back in the day, see Minardi being the one that used to hit first on the pit lane. So I don't know, they might have changed it around. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. But yeah, let's uh let's move on to another team, and that is Mercedes. So say so George Russell, he qualified sixth place, with Lewis in 13th place, and with George finished fourth in the race, with Lewis finishing sixth in the race. So I'ma come to you on this uh, Kwame. Kwame, what did you make of uh Mercedes this weekend, and do you think fourth and sixth was the best they could have done this weekend, or do you maybe think there could have been a little bit more there that they could have done? You want me call me? Call me, you want me, bro? I don't know. Um... <laughs> 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 oh god what voice are you listening to bro that's <laughs> it <laughs> that's day, man. <laughs> the less said about Mercedes the better that's it no no not too fair to them like I feel like they're, they're really actually good race to be fair like the qualifying yes was underwhelming um, you know after Lewis not making it into Q3 George to be fair I had to go to a good quality session but you know the, the race you know they were that's the rest I'll say, you know, they took advantage of, you know, um Ferrari struggle. Um George was had George's strategy, I feel like it was a better strategy than Lewis's. Um obviously there was a bit of team orders coming into play, which I'm not sure we're gonna delve into. Um where they, they told Lewis to let go of um George. Um and then that was to that before that's before the first bit stops. Um, this for pit, um, George has been on, so they were on different parts of their of, of, of the track, essentially. Um, racing different, racing different races. Um, yes, Lewis had a bit of struggle with you know Leclerc and came back in that period, but in the end, he got the best of Leclerc. I'm able to look over to came back 
and obviously um George what coming in um what fourth again Lando Lando uh, Nando was doing his own race kind of thing so he got the best between Mercedes and the Ferrari so I feel like that they had a good race I feel like I don't think it could have any better really obviously it would be nice to see Lewis you know get past science and science itself didn't have a good race um so it would be good to see them but you know and I feel like Mercedes you know they need to understand where they are at the moment and like you're not levels of both, so you ain't gonna be winning races. Don't be betting that. But you know, a young, you know, top six consistently, it's not bad. It's not. It's not great. It's not what you want to be. I hear it, but you gotta just take it. You know, a bit just so and listen. They couldn't be worse for both drivers, but uh, from where they were, especially Lewis, man, it's, it's not a bad race. It's not amazing, but good recovery drive. Cool. Um, Anik, I'm going to come to you on this so you can get cooked on Twitter. Um, what did you make of uh, Lewis's small, small recovery drive? And do you think uh, Mayak had a decent weekend despite the circumstances? Yeah, I think um, qualifying wasn't good, let's be honest. That wasn't good at all. Talking about track, track evolution, that car should be getting quicker. Well, the track should be getting quicker as the session goes on. He was on the last to qualify. He ended up P13. That's not good enough. Um, but he came through the field brilliantly. No no doubt about it. I'm not going to dispute that at all. What I didn't like, though, was yielding the way he yielded for, for Russell at that section of track. Uh, it just made zero sense to me. Now, whether I know the team told him to, but he shouldn't be doing that. Not there. Um, and just looking at the gaps now, like I'm not saying that he would have caught science, but you know, a few seconds here or there, you know, with science having that five second penalty, you know, Lewis could have finished one place behind George. Um, so it was really good for Lewis. I think it could have been a little bit better. Um, but I don't think that's any through any fault of his own. If a team are telling him or his engineers are telling him, you know what, do it. Maybe Lewis could have done it in a different different position. Uh, sorry, different section of the track. But yeah, race race was okay. Um, qualifying wasn't good, but I think for Lewis it was good the race. But I think Russell just made just capitalised on the situation in front of him. Look, Gasly was ahead of him. They're quicker than the Alpines. Okay, he's dispatched of him, and Science, you know, had a penalty and and was suffering with a lot of deg. So yeah, I think for Russell it was expected. I think for Lewis, though, in the race, that was that was brilliant. Mm. No, I agree. Yeah, 100%. Uh, okay, so what I'm now going to do is open the floor up to if anyone wants to talk about anyone on the rest of the grid, maybe a Nick DeFries, maybe a Bottas. But Nick DeFries, a... I have to say now, yeah, this guy, he, he ain't good. He is cheeks. At all. Bro, the first corner. What the fuck's going on there? He went straight into the back of Norris. His qualifying was poor. What he got into Q two, didn't he? But even then, it was like yeah. he's, so he's cheeks, man. Yeah, he's terrible. Whilst his teammates had the um, uh, yeah, you can go, you can go and watch um, update. How, how many points did you get, Kwame? He got zero, but you know. Oh. From, you know but you know, to get the P11, um, once again, someone was hyping him up as well. Like, oh, I mean, he's been consistent every week. By the tip, by the tip, it's not, it's not a dip. He had a good race, like, but that overtake he did outside on the outside, 
today, class. Yeah, it's battling with Straw in the Aston Martin. And Avatar in Aston Martin, the difference there is why he got a bit of Straw. Like, he had a good race. Like, he had... Karma's response here to you keep finishing outside of points is why I hate Gen Z. It's highlight not relative, though. <laughs> the girls talking about highlight rules. <laughs> it's not relative. Because I want to say for people. <laughs> no, yes. I get it. It's not relative at the end of the day. Like, talking about you, highlight rules. Talking about, you, know that, you know that YouTube, you know that YouTube page when people go to to watch scout to go and scout new players when they get connected to them. <laughs> I can't remember what it's called. Something scout. That, that's 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 why scouts, is it? No, that's I can't called. remember which one. Yeah. But he's oh, this is that's that's highlight rules. They just like highlights. Oh, did you see the overtake he did? The guy finished with no points. He went there and gained nothing. It doesn't matter if you did it. I mean, inside it's not off, like it's it's not like, really everything. Like if if this was if this was like the Alpines, I'd be getting to them. I'd be saying it's a poor race, for example, because we should be in the points. But because he's in Avatari now, I'm not going to expect him to get in points every race. What so, engines? In, what engines in the Avatari? In, it's Honda, a, a Honda, but so it's the and same as Red Bull. Yeah, yeah, Red Bull Honda. Honda, cool. No, no, but who else races in a Honda? Red Bull, Red Bull powertrains, man. Okay. Listen, but, but that thing, car is not the same. Here's the thing that I have with Alphatari. Yeah, this is the issue I have with Tari. If you look at Ferraris, yeah, the Haas and the um, they're not using the same parts. It's on them, man. It's on Alphatari. This is why I said them on the borders from last year. Because deeper, you've got Red Bull right there. You can just use their parts. They're not, they're not using it. So who's going to complete other direction? So who's going to know. I don't know what they're doing there. Sounds this is why I, I hate our team. Maybe the number one driver, Yuki, should, should step in. Yeah, maybe you should be maximizing what he's doing in that car. But he's not. Instead, he's just shouting. Yeah, he's, he's maximizing. He's just shouting at his engineer. Leave me alone! I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that car up there, but. Well, like that car shouldn't be up there as it is anyway. Like, should not be fine for points. He's fine for points. He didn't get the points, but he was there. Where's his teammate? You have to compare Jav's to their teammates every day as well. Nah, man. Nah, nah. Even with even with Nick, Nick DeVries, yeah, we know he's a he's a bozo, man. But as I will say though, out of the rookies that are in Formula One, he's beating the other rookie. So he's doing he's doing his rookie job. Yuki. Yuki is supposed to be carrying this alpha alpha. Yes. He doesn't want to get points to the team. Bro, he carried them today to zero points. P eleven. Come on, man. Like if he if he if, like if you call it where, where he, went out, he went out in Q1 and and call it and and gave them zero points. He he went zero for zero. He got two points in the last two races. Is that achievement? In, for that team, yes. In the car, that shit, yeah, it probably is. Is that like, no, no, no? Let's let's be real here, yeah. Let's be yeah. real. Is yeah. that car rubbish? It is. I've been debating this. I've been debating this. We, we, we can confidently say two cars are the worst cars in the moment. We can confidently say that the Williams isn't great. We can confidently say we don't think that bad on a straight line speed. They're not great. We can confidently say that that. The uh, McLaren, right? McLaren, we trash, can confidently yeah. say that the Alpha, the Alpha uh, Romero is great. They're where trash. Did, where did the Alphas finish today? P13 and P16. Come on, man. And where did the Alpha Tauri finish? 
P11 and P18. Okay. So we know that the Alpha Tauri's are rubbish. Yeah. And Yuki is supposed to be the next shining light. And he finished, what, a couple couple places ahead of an Alpha. Uh, an alpha. They're cars on the same level. Mm. They're cars on the same level. So if you put us. The last race, I saw Bottas was like two, two minutes behind the leader. There's no excuse for this anymore. There's no excuse. When I finish with Leclerc, I'm coming to Yuki fully on, on Twitter. Listen, what I don't get, we're, we're, we're hyping up Yuki for two points. Yuki coin is at an all-time high because of what, two um, I mean, listen, man, like, like I said before, you've got to look at his objective being that like, he ain't going to get... Hmm? This is second season, season, right? First season, our first season. First oh, he's third. third. Yeah, first season. Mm. You've been sleeping on. Mm. I mean, be... The one thing I wanted for him to be this season is to be more consistent. Because we Last all know season, there's a challenge. And he's been more consistent. Last season, how many points did he have at this point? Well, you know, his first season was appalling, by the way. I think Alpha Tauri must have got 100 points that in 2021. Yuki only got 20% okay, of those points. Yeah, cool. But I mean, first season, look at that, man. percent of your points total is coming from Yuki in your first season. Look at that. Look at that name, man. And last year, I mean, yeah, cool. Last year, actually, more close to Gasly than you will seen, but unfortunately, you carry it over all the time. It's a lobby issue with the car. Um, and strategy also wasn't paying his way. This season be much better. Um, again, like you've seen the highlight reel, but at least there's highlights there, man. It's not a pretty one come my way reel. This is pretty pure... one come my way. This is, this is, this is, this is pure highlights, man. So... Hey, P11, man, you gotta be racing, man. That's it. Bro, I can't watch, you can't tell me to watch a Yuki highlight reel and then to put a disclaimer at the back that he finished with no points. I'll be so pissed off. Like, I I'm think... so pissed off. Like, so no, this is Alpine no. weekend, wait, but the car, like, at the end of the day, like, like, like same with McLaren, like, Piastri getting points, North getting points. That for them is an achievement because that car should not be in the points. So, go look at it the same way. Um, yeah, it's it's the unfortunate of being in the back market team. Like the Minardi, gene, gene, uh, Minardi DNA is kicking in. You know, you, you're having a season where France Foss is going to leave. It's, it's a season of changing every day. So, I'm not expecting anything from that team. And like, I knew this was going to happen last year. Hence why I, people call me a fool in it. But hence why I had to sell all sorts of that team because I knew these men are going to do nothing. I, I said this last year. So, I'm not really surprised that everything's happened this year with that team personally. Cool, mate. Your terrorism holds no bounds, bro. First, first love is blind. You, you, you're uh, playing with two women, and now you're on the pod playing with two teams, both beginning with Alpha. Yeah. What is going on? Get your priority straight, King. Mm-mm. I think, um, I think it's also worthwhile mentioning, um, what do you call it? Uh, Ocon done well to finish one place behind Gasly. Yeah, Mm. Gasly, I don't. Yeah, I don't think Gasly had a good race considering where he started. Fair enough, he was always going to move his way down, but then for Ocon to be one place behind you a few seconds wasn't good. I think honourable. That's because Ocon's a superior driver. I get we we know this, but um, I don't don't know why everyone's pulling those faces. That's a big win, bro. Yeah, compared to Gasly, he's the he's the most. Gas get Ocon is the. Best out of the three French drivers on the grid. I like Ocon. I don't mind Ocon. 
Yeah, you heard me right. You heard me right. You heard he was me in right. the club. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm doing on purpose. I'm doing on purpose. Mm. All right, French speaking. All right. French speaking. No, 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 French rapper. Yeah. Hey, I'm not complaining. You go. Say no more. Say no more. Say no more. I think honorable no, mention to Hass as well. I think came back. Yeah, Hass. Came back at the big race. Home race. Finally. About time. He was getting spanked up by Hawkenberg the last last few rounds. But uh, yeah, that's confirmed by Chris. What he's he's got his wife pregnant again or something. Yeah, that's not yeah, getting that's I I can't relate. I don't know. Kwame can relate to that when he goes to where he gets more energy, but <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can't tell you, bro. You know what I mean? I'm just a reporter. So anyways. Let's move on to a uh, job of the day. So, Kwame, who's your job of the day, bro? Uh, yeah, I'll give it to Max. I'll give it to Max, to be fair. It's kind of the easy option. But from P9, I didn't think he had a chance in, in this race, to be honest with you. And he literally just, yeah, got the race win by like 40, by 45. So, it was kind of, I got to the point where she was his to lose. That's how good a chance she was, good his pace was. And, yeah, you can say DRS high, but you can say for fast car tax, whatever. But you're just not simple today. All right, cool. Um, Nam, is your driver today? Um, Anyone but Max. It's going to be, he's thinking of someone that's not Max Verstappen. <laughs> that's literally what's going on in his head right now. He's looking at the thing, being shit, am I going to be? If you say Nick the Breeze, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> no, it's not the Breeze. Um, He's got Lewis. You're gonna say Lewis, man? No, nah, it's not gonna be Lewis. Lewis didn't have a. I mean, he had a good recovery drive, so he's up there. He's honourable mention. Um, say Charles Leclerc he didn't crash it. Hmm. Interesting. I'm joking. Max, it's Max. It's definitely Max. Max. I mean, you you can't you can't start where you start, and yeah, it's Max. Max won it. And I mean, yeah, it's got to be Max. You started on the hard tyre, you get quicker as the race went on. You know, your teammate had fresher tyres than you, same compound. Yours about 30 laps older, and you're still going quicker than him. You come out two seconds behind, and you just, just blitz him. I think, I think it was a big, big weekend for Max. You know, street circuits, a lot of conversations happening oh yeah Checo's a you know street king this that and the other I mean he absolutely dunked on him this weekend and yeah I, I want to see what the Perez Perez fanboys have to say because I'll, I'll be honest with you that wasn't that wasn't a good look for Perez in the race at all and I think that's going under the radar a bit everyone's like okay Max done well of course he done well but I think we also need to look at like Perez there because you know what if you actually strip it all out that was not a good race from him he should have been much closer to Max. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I also thought, thought like the season would be a big thing in the I feel like that, that race there is a big one in the momentum soon as well in championship as well. I feel like if Perl's got another win, you know, I feel like don't get me wrong, I thought I still feel Max would have won. I still feel Max going win the championship, but I still feel like there'd be more of a hoping chance for Perez in the sense that oh okay, cool. I just came back to back two, three circuits. I'll beat Max. This could be my year or whatever and then he goes on to get on collect another few wins and the team get back behind him because he would have had what six or six points ahead so then they would have had another more points advantage 
again, I know it's early doors, but it's just now Max is back in control, back in the league of the title, and we're going to the European level season now with proper circuits, proper race circuits. It's yeah, it's looking yeah, like you know, that's stable. Cool. Um, let's move on to the City Award. Um, uh, come back to you on this. Who's your Latifi? Uh, um, NDV. Uh, yeah, the visas. Yeah, I'll go get some. Cool. Now, we're gonna have to name this, um, this uh, Latifi Award again, you know, rename it. Make over you. Hmm. Makeover, yeah. Yeah, it's gonna have to go on because there's two drivers on this grid that are giving real bozo gene, real bozo mm. gene. So I'm tossing between calling it um, the Davizi or calling it Lord. Does it mean? Does it mean you're gonna nominate uh, Nick Debris? Because you're first. Yeah, it's even Nick Debris because fam, why are you crashing your car? Like, why are you hitting people? <laughs> like, are you just going into the back of drivers? What's going on, man? What's going on over there? Like, you're a world champion, you know. You're you're a world champion. Formula E, you are a world champion. Can't be doing this kind of stuff. But then I get it because when you watch Formula E, sometimes they're all just crashing into each other. And just parking. Just like, um, yeah. Watching the other day, Dan think will just do some next crashes, but um... and then just making it out of the hood. So I get it. But um, no, I think Devries is gonna get it for me. If Leclerc didn't, if Leclerc crashed out during. This race, he would have got it hands down. He's lucky because he was that close, that close to getting it for me. Cool. Anik, who's your Davizi? Such a few awards. Davizi is there. And um, yeah, bro. Bad, bad weekend for Leclerc. Really bad weekend mm. for him. Interesting. Okay, cool. Let's move on to the next topic. And this has kind of had the F1 Twitter space in a bit of a frenzy, shall we say. And that is the war on influencers. So this is a this has been a topic that's been going on for I want to say the last year or two now, basically. You no, know, but pit stop getting invites, you know, all these different influencers getting invites. Not really know much about sports and blah blah blah, XYZ. You know, it's a lot of Hypocrisy, I want to say. A lot of people who sit there and go, oh, um, what's the name? F1 should be for everyone. But at the same time, be like, oh, um, you need to know basic knowledge of F1. You need to know who the drivers called, what the teams are, how many tracks is there. Who won the championship in 1950? Do you know who uh, what the Jackie Stewart is? It's a bit, it's a bit much. I can't lie to you. So, um, so there was a lot of uh, debate, as there's usually in Twitter. There's this girl from this makeup brand called Tart or something like that. She got invited to Miami Grand Prix, big influencer race, obviously. And she didn't know what. She was just saying, like, yeah, it's a big car race, whatever, whatever. And look, quite a fair few people got offended for some weird reason. And basically, like, ah, oh, it should be real F1 fans get invited to these tracks. But it's like, okay. 
So you sit there with your Charles Leclerc profile and you want to complain about people who don't know you, who have a following, and who are of so, um, significant value to FOM, who can show F1 to a particular audience. While you sit there with your 200 followers, you know, and you haven't changed your bed sheets in six months, and you're sitting there complaining about influencers saying, oh, you know, why they ain't getting invited to track? You was never getting invited to the paddock. It's as simple as that. You was never getting invited to the paddock. And you never will, because you're a dangerous society and you're a weirdo. It's as simple as that. So, I'm going to come to you on this now, because I think you've lightly touched on a bit of this as well. What is what is your take on influencers and celebs who maybe are very novice to F1 being invited to different tracks and whatnot, whether it be through sponsorships or whatever, whatever. Do you think it's that deep that you can get invited to an F1 race and not really know much about it? No, it's not that deep. Like, this is... The whole thing on, on tour is why people need to go and understand in need to go and understand what branding, PR, agency work, all of that stuff, why that is important to a business and why businesses do it. Because hum, I saw some stuff and I'm just like, you people clearly have no understanding of how to grow a business and how to use the relatively new world of social media influencing um, to maximize your brand. Like some people were just saying, like, well, first of all, her saying lure F1 cars, that is just literally, that's colloquialism, I guess. She's mm. like, that's just like someone saying, oh yeah. Oh yeah, it was just, we just did this thing and it was just a little thing that we did. Like that's colloquialism. That's, mm. that's what it is. Nobody's saying, oh my gosh, how can she, how is she belittling F1? She probably was proper hyped and excited. Because the way she was talking about it as well, after she was like, she needs the need for that speed, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, she's excited to be invited to something that all of us would dream to go to. So that, on that basis, I saw nothing wrong with it. When people were just commenting, saying, oh, F1 should be for us fans, and da-da-da-da-da, and like, But you're sitting, at tw- you're sitting on Twitter watching the race that you probably didn't pay Sky for, right? Like, you didn't pay Sky to watch it. You probably found the stream. And you don't... You probably didn't even use a VPN. You probably found a stream to to watch this. Yeah? Like, you're not paying for F1. You're not. You're not even at the races. You're not even... The closest you get to F1 is probably paying stream to get F1 23 on a on a subscription. You even pay the full, the full full price to own the CD. Like, come on, guys! Like, what's going on? What's, well, what's going, going on here is that Nam definitely has a Sky Glass and Sky Q. Look, I've told you guys to use my reference code so I can get £100. He's selling it to us right now. You guys are refusing to do it. No, no, but all, in all seriousness, yeah. No, no, I, no, I, 
I no, yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying. That there, there is a there was there was a level of um, understanding what the influence of the world is doing. To that, there's two sides to this. There's also what happened with that other podcast that has a few letters that are quite similar to us, and they got called out for their nonsense. That's that's completely different because it's like you're now you're offending the drivers that are there, right? And you you you've been given the access to be part of F1 and really privileged access to interview some drivers, right? Um, and you're basically offending them in front of them. That's not great, right? But like with influencers and celebrities, their whole point there is to bring their following to F1 so that F1 can utilize and maximize their product in front of those in front of those celebrity like fans. So to get upset about that doesn't make any sense to me. That it just means that you don't understand what F1 is trying to do. Um, going forward, I think there's just, I don't know, F1 Twitter just needs to just enjoy the sport, man. Just enjoy the sport. Like, all that other stuff isn't for you, yeah? Just tune in when you hear David Cross, uh, David Cross voice and tune out when they do the champagne, if, you, if you're that upset about it. The rest of it with the whole influencer thing and all that stuff, that is for fans that Liberty Media are trying to capture the young generation that have to replace the older generation that are clearly going to be moving away from F1 or dying off or whatever. They need to galvanise new fans. So that's what that's for. And if you don't understand it, just don't get involved. It's that, that, it's that simple. Like, getting upset over someone saying a little thing of this. I will say, though, just before we um, I let someone else speak, um, F1 needs to, be, needs to do better, a little bit better, in terms of how they're vetting some of these fans as well. Because, like, there are better, more accessible who are willing to go into F1 and have a following that are willing to learn more about F1 than some of these fans. And I know you're trying to capture everyone in this big net, but sometimes you got to look at the net and throw some fish out. Like, so they need to be careful as well. But for people that, the average fans, the the kind of like Max Verstappen, at Max Verstappen is the greatest, four, five, six, seven, two, two, five on Twitter and them, man. Like, this isn't for you, innit? Just, just tune into the race when the race comes on and go off when it's done. The influencer stuff isn't for you. That market isn't for you. You don't shop there. That's not the shop that you shop at. You get me? No, yeah, 100%. Um, Kwame, do you think um, influencers and celebs, you know, they need to take an F1 quiz, you know, do a little bit, get the wheel on Olio, put his step foot on the circuit? Or do you think, look, listen, the game is the game. FOM want to make F1 bigger, more marketable. Of course, you want to get the influencers on with the 10 million, you know, followers on TikTok and the Vietete sort of thing. Do you think we should gatekeep F1 more? Oh, I mean, okay, cool. Yes, now the deal world, yeah, they don't know everything about F1, cool, but it's not the ideal world. It doesn't work like that. It's a business. People need to wake up, you know, it's more, it's more the coffee in that, you know. Like, like Nam said it perfectly, man. They're there for 
these influencers are basically big advertising boards, essentially. They're there to bring in fans for whatever, and they're not going to know anything about the sport. That's okay. I mean, everyone starts off as, as a new fan or as a new something. Like, not everyone's going to know everything. That's, I don't get this whole thing about gatekeeping. Like, everyone, like, we've seen it before recently with DTS fans or whatnot, and now look at them, they're stable parts of the sport. We've, we've seen it before in, in the Bernie. Like, all this arguing, that was for nothing, man. I'll be honest with you. Like, yeah. Just arguing for nothing. I feel like this doesn't make it. Like, they're not going to know anything. That's not, they're not there. As quote unquote fans, like like my name said, they're there to bring in new fans and they're gonna pay these people out because they've got big followers. And if they've got a big target audience, then I mean more people come will get into the sports through their favorite influencer. And that's how the market grows for F1, which is before Liberty Media came in, was a very small market, and now it's a growing market, it's one of the what fastest growing young sports out there. So I don't think they're doing anything wrong. Don't you think it's like Nam said, I feel like they can get better influencers who may be, you know, more in tune with one. We have big names, big platforms out there. But other than that, what, what can they do? Like, I thought people need to understand what they're doing, why influencers are there. And they want to know they're there, then you won't complain. And you're on me, bro. So, yeah, no, I, I agree with. with what both of you guys said. Um, I think it's just, you know, people on F on Twitter just moving us to the on F on Twitter, you know, just loving arguments. They just love, you know, a shitty debate. They love to complain about absolutely nothing. They love to have this um, entitlement complex, if you will. Uh, why are not I there? Why are they there? Well, maybe become an influencer and get your followers up. Maybe you might get an invite, you know. Or you can be like everyone else and just be a paying fan. Just like me, Kwame, Chris, Mahat, and um, Tweak did when we went to Bahrain. You know, we started a good time there. We paid our ticket. We paid our dues. You know, you can easily do that way. This whole, like... Because I've been in a paddock before. Like, and it is nice. Don't don't get me wrong. But it's not this massive utopia. Like, I need to be there, to be fair. You still have a good time in the grandstand. You still have a good time in the fan, fan zones and whatnot. You have a good time, you know, be able to watch, see F1 cars in person, to be fair. So it's just kind of like a bonus if you end up in the paddock. So it's just, it's just, it's waffle to me. Because it's no, it's no different to like getting, you know, these same instances, getting an invite to a football game or an NFL game or a basketball game. You know, you don't see fans of these particular sports being like, oh, why is someone so sit there? Do they know anything about the game? Do they know the offside rule? Do they know... What a quarterback is. No, you don't get that discourse. Too. Well, as far as I'm aware, I have never seen that discourse before. So why is everyone so different? Uh, it just it doesn't make sense to people. But we'll be touching this again later in the season. But uh, yeah, let's uh, quickly run through this questions because I know it's getting late. So let's start off with a ranch thingus. So his question is, since KMAC gave Leclerc hell, do you think Ferrari will avoid Giving spare parts to Haas for the rest of the month. <laughs> uh, that's a funny question. Nah, I don't think they'll do that, man. Listen, I don't think they'll do that. I, I think they've got, they've got a contract in place. Obviously, um, came back and showed that you know, came back doing good. But I mean, I think obviously Ferrari know they've got better cards than Haas, so they will still give them spare parts. Um, and they still need a team that they can kind of test. Look, they're well with the ball. They've got Avatari who 
in theory, they should be doing giving out free fair parts. So I think it was better for you know for us to give away to Hass and Hass can you know test them out and whatnot. So nah, that'd be fine. Cool. Uh, next question of Duxon Kwaknan, and that is Will Miami just become another Monaco track minus the history? Because this track is just honestly a knockoff version of it. I can't let it's kind of speak steep. No, you know. Um, because they can move things about, they can make Miami a little bit more exciting if they wanted to. Monaco is the streets. Can't really do much with Monaco unless you extend Monaco and use new streets. Um, so, no, I don't think so. Um, and even that with Monaco is too narrow. So, it's not really much you can do. Um, so, no, I don't think so. They, they have, it's with Miami, they have something that they could work with and build something quite good. Um, it's just this. This kind of like track layout at the moment, isn't it? But then they're learning. It's a second race. So I guess we'll see what they do. But no, I don't think it will be Monaco. Monaco is it's it's, it's the um it's the great granddad, isn't it? That's lived a bit too long. <laughs> that everyone Fuck loves, you know. but it's time for it to go, you get me. Same Monaco, yeah. Damn. Fair enough. Yeah, why not? Like, fam, they remember when remember when the Ballon d'Or used to be like run by UEFA, and UEFA went, "Nah, we're not doing that anymore," and then they started doing the best one. Do we actually talk about these things anymore? Like, when old things, I hate nostalgia merchants. That's why I hate. I hate nostalgia merchants so much. And the UK is a nostalgia merchant country where they love things of the past for too long. Monaco's fantastic as a place. Cool. If they want to change up and do this like exclusive kind of race that they race to on like, or do this showcase thing, maybe the all-star weekend kind of thing for F1 is at Monaco. Why don't they do something like that where it's not, it's not involved to the, the F1 grid or F1 calendar. They can do something like that. Why not? Where they can have like sprint races or like time trials and things like that. I think people will enjoy that. I think people will enjoy that. So... Yeah, no, man. Yeah, no. Yeah, I hate that. Next question is of Ben Rubber Forty Four. Do we think Miami is here to stay, and will it actually be due to the terrible racing or due to the dollar? Also, Forge Wash nominations are Sergio Mikel Perez Mendoza, Nicholas Napoleon Tolkenberg, Charles Marquez Pierce for Letterman. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, finally, where's Anik? Well, just answer that one. Anik is on the pod, but uh, yeah, I think we've kind of already asked out. So, do you think Miami's here to stay, or do you think the dollars will keep it keep it um, going? The dollar keep it going. Okay, now, figures it to stay. Or oh, Miami? Mm. Uh, next year will be a crunch crunch year. We'll see what they do. Next question of Oliver Dirty B. So where is the Alpine, which Peter Griffin said is what, which was going to fight Ferrari Mercedes? I mean, he finished what PAP now, so PAP nine man. Mm-hmm. Okay, almost, 
Um, I mean, this race was, was a decent race. I mean, yeah, cause wasn't fighting the Verizon Mercedes, but you know, we we we're just below them, so you know, it ain't off the way. But um, this is all my all my will say all my things, but you know, we know where we at, and um, we know where we need to be. That's it. Cool. Next question of CFCA one nine B. What happened to McLaren? Think um... McLaren just didn't come to Miami. They thought, yeah, we'll just do the YouTube stuff and we'll see you in Mimola. Yeah, this season for them basically right off. Um, yeah, they haven't basically developed their car long story short, so they're going to be far off the pace until they get their new. I always realise when McLaren start doing a lot of social media stuff, yeah, their car is nuts. Uh, we know it's PR, man. We know it's PR, man. Shout, 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 shout. The social is actually, actually good to be fair, but we know it's PR. They're trying to cut paper with the cracks, man. No, I, I hear it. It's just, I'm, I'm just saying, just watch out. When when they're doing loads of PR. It's, it's like when, you know when Arsenal used to drop new kits? Uh, yeah, exactly that. Like, like, just trying to cover stuff up. You're dead, but, you know, buy this new pink and purple shirt. True. This is very true. Uh, next question of the same person. Mahat said last week, last week, RBR is not sabotaging Perez. Well, Ants, I think that's Anthony Davidson, just said that Perez's team didn't tell about the gap to Max or anything for that matter. Yeah, because I think we've already touched on this. I think um, it's engineer. You just got yeah, to the show. Yeah, pretty much. So, yeah, so that's that. Uh, next question of SOS HGN. Are you surprised at, by how easy Perez made it for Max to take double W? I mean, kind of already touched on this. I mean, he was on like twenty lap old tires. Yeah, just can't really do much with that, can you? No, no, not really. Max, Max did well on the hards. That's what won fun, to be fair. Yeah. So that's that's that is, isn't it? Okay, next question is of M Sport Banter. Did you also have a nice nap during that race? Yes, we did. Next question is of Hus XYN. Thoughts on Perez's tire strategy? I mean, do you think he maybe should have went for a different tire strategy? Maybe start on winter. Yeah, check up what check up was on a different one to yeah, he's a but I think Horner already said that is they think the data said um that the mediums are going to be the better one, so which is why they started on that. Mm. So I don't know, man. This is, what, what can you do? It's all hindsight, you know. Hindsight is perfect. Twenty twenty vision. That's true. Uh, next question of Mercury underscore zero W. Thoughts on the straw stinker? I mean, yeah, I've already touched on that. The way I mean, that was, it as well. Yeah, yeah it, it was. It was. Listen, I as an Aston Martin fan expect nothing off Lance Stroll. If he got a got P10 today, I would have gave him driver today because that's like a dub to me. I expect nothing, nothing of him. So, I have a theory on uh, Lance Stroll and um, Alonso and Aston Martin. I realized that Alonso has been giving a lot of encouragement to Lance Stroll recently. Mm, yes, I think he's yes. heard that. I think he's heard that uh, a certain. A certain world champion might be uh, looking at that team, and he doesn't want Who? them there. Lewis, certain world champion, isn't it? A certain seven-time world champion. 
you think Lewis's iron up what Lance's seat? I think so. Hey, listen, I'll be there no matter what. That'll be the dream. I'll be there. I'll be there. I'm glad I'm I, a Jordan. I, I, I will be there. I'm we'll glad. I'm glad we'll that I'm a Jordan fan. I'm glad that I'm an Eddie Jordan fan. All those t- times in, in the grind, watching everyone spin out a spa for them to take a win, I was there, bro. I'm glad I'm a Jordan fan. Because when I see well, that... Well, haven't you just said you hate nostalgia? But here you are doing nostalgia. That's hmm. not nostalgia. Nostalgia, I don't hold on to... I'm not holding on to, I didn't say that... Um, Aston Martin should be painted yellow. Did I say that? That's No, nostalgia merchants are the ones that reminisce about the past so much so that they avoid the future. I just said that Lewis Hamilton might be coming to Aston Martin and I'm glad I'm a, I was an Eddie Jordan fan. That's not nostalgia, mate. That's not okay. nostalgia. What would have been nostalgia if I said bring back Eddie Jordan and paint that car yellow? And while you're at it, make sure that Yana Chuli is walking around in the pit lane. That would have been a st- nostalgia. But I can say that. <laughs> bring back Hans Halfrenson. Yeah. <laughs> bring back the uh, the B on the car, bro. Mm. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. Okay, last question. Um, off Tommy Ajay one. Is Adrian Newby the GOAT? I know Nam hates this question. I just think he's the you just think what, sorry? I just got his book. How to you? Yeah, I've got it. Is it's it available like... on Kindle? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I've got it on Audible as so... well. Mm, okay, I might have to buy still. Mm, that's bad stuff. I mean, have you, have you read... read? Are you read it all? No, I'm still going through it. It's a good read. But um, he's not the good. Hmm. I know you've already said previously that there's... You don't believe in the engineering goals, basically. Is that what you're no, saying? I don't. I don't. He doesn't either. Just to let you know. Spoiler alert. Oh, so hmm, interesting. Okay, fair enough. I think we can uh, end it there. So, uh, thank you if you got this far. Of course, I probably should have done this on the start, but now I'm going to plug the socials. So, please make sure to, of course, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok on Pissed Off Fracker. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe under the same name, Pits of Fracker. And also, please make sure to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And I think you can also leave comments now on Spotify as well. So I know obviously you can on Apple Podcasts, but if you can leave comments on uh, Spotify, we'll try and get back to them. See, I, I don't know how it works. I'm just saying about it. But um, yeah, thanks. That's all for today. And um, see you till next time. Till Emily. Yeah, Emily. See ya. Peace. Prospect. Brand new season. Brand new dawn for Formula One. It's the Bahrain Grand Prix. And it's lights out and away we go. We off the grid, grid, grid. This for my kid, kid, kid. Take it away from him. Take it away straight to go. Schumacher blocks. Look at the inside. And Marcus Schumacher takes the lead. Here comes Sebastian Vettel. He's neck and neck with Lewis Hamilton. Vettel is alongside and ahead. Charles Leclerc has proved brilliantly. He won in Spa. He wins in Monaco.
Charles Leclerc is the winner of the 2019 Italian Grand Prix. And now he finds himself alongside Michael Schumacher as top in the record books. The World Championship record is equal. Lewis Hamilton wins the Turkish Grand Prix and is a seven-time champion of the world. For all the kids out there who dream the impossible. Sports Social Podcast Network.